All right. What is good? What is good? Welcome to another episode of What About with Pat and Andy. I'm not Pat and he's not Andy. How are you doing, Pat? Uh, I'm doing all right. I'm a little stuffed up. Uh, I got some allergies and I am hating my head right now. Andy, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I got a new haircut and I just got to tighten up the beard a little bit. And I've been uh, I've been listening to math metal for the past week. So my thoughts are rampant. And yeah. oh, no, 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 no. I was going to say my thoughts are manic. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, today we are going to um, if you're hopping in, finding this on YouTube, finding this on iTunes, please subscribe, please follow, do all that stuff. But today we are going to be talking about the Dillinger escape plan. This album one of us is the killer i had to remember it i just i've been listening to a shitload i'm bad at fuck out. are you do you just not learn song names ever nope no i i wrote down a couple and i was like that's the name of the song like i, I wrote down the like my favorite i have one on my playlist my personal playlist uh and i have i saved it put it on there and i have no idea turns out it's a pretty badass name but the, the other one that i was like oh yeah this is another standout one that i really liked and I listened, I wrote it down. I was like, that's the name. I was like, fucking. Ugh. <laughs> like, and then it's either this like little short one that you're like, what does that mean? And then there's another one that's like a, uh, another one that we brought up in some of the past episodes with some of the emo bands, like of the like fucking novelization names and stuff. Yeah. Like that. That's, I, that's, I slept. that's what got me to not listen to the what the uh, the names of the songs were <laughs> yeah dude i i don't it's the same thing with lyrics like i've just recently i think a big part of it is uh has to do with like doing this podcast and sort of wanting to like we'll do an episode and i'll be i'll be like that was a good episode but i thought i could have done better and i'm actually like i've been more taking time to like sit down with the lyrics and stuff oh, and wow to like you know maybe um you know kind of get them on a, get the songs on a different level and stuff but like before doing this podcast i was just i was a real just fucking it comes to me when it comes to me so i'll learn the song names when it just happens you know what i mean like i'm not gonna sit there and learn the song names it'll fucking it'll happen when it happened until then it's the fucking I go, oh, it's the fucking song that does the this and the that or it's the fourth song on the album or whatever. Before we hop into this a little bit more, let's throw out some uh, plugs real quick and stuff. And also, just like I said, if you're a new listener and you're still on the fence about this, we may meander about some bullshit uh, 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 top of the top of the show. But just know if you're in your 30s and you listen to fucking punk emo, pop punk, hardcore, uh, metalcore stuff like that. <clears throat> Ska, Ska too. Sorry, Ska let me take and all of the cores and in in uh, different rocks that may be involved around them, and all that goofy shit. And if you if there was like an album when you were growing up that you were like, man, I wish someone talked about it. We're probably gonna talk about it. So hang the fuck out, subscribe, do all that stuff. My social media at Andy Malafarina. Check me out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Andy Malafarina. I play video games and I talk hella shit. I've been talking, I, I fucking, I tip my toes into the uh, political Twitch page Ooh. and I found here, I, I found um, a, a hilarious thing to do. It's because yeah. it's politics. So people just want to debate. And then when they go in, they'll be like, debate me. And you're just like, <laughs> 
no <laughs> and they they like they start short circuiting and they're like don't you wanna don't you wanna dissect systemic racism da, da, da. and i'm like nah i just want to sit here and, and talk about how hot aoc is like i just throw him for a fucking loop i'm just yeah. in there being a fucking dumb asshole <laughs> he is honestly like she is really pretty like i mean she's she's very smart she's very able she's she's very capable of her job and honestly qualified she worked hard. She was a, a waitress. Did you did you know that, Andy? Yeah. She worked really hard, but also very pretty. Very, very, <laughs> very pretty. If you guys are you have to say the accomplishments, Andy. Otherwise, we'll get canceled. <laughs> um, yeah, go watch that video of her uh dancing in her college. In uh, uh uh her college had some video. She does like a twirl and then backs up on a wall. Man, does she do her job real well. Uh <laughs> would be related to rosario dawson is she related to rosario dawson you know what uh, i'm talking about yeah no she definitely looks she definitely looks like she could be uh rosario's cousin or something like that yeah like she the she's uh just very very pretty lady yeah, yeah. I, I don't know the video you're talking about but if you want to send me a link you know pound off in the chat i do just just search just search aoc hot pat where can people find you <laughs> on the internet <laughs> Your search history. That's where they can find me. <laughs> AOC hot. Going forward into the, uh, by the way, I just, I, I will hit you with a little nugget at the end of my plugs that you're going to be very uh, interested in. That's going to help your search history coming up. But uh, you can catch me in the meantime at baby mermaid productions on Instagram or baby mermaid productions on YouTube. Please subscribe to that channel cast. Uh, you can catch episodes of uh, hacks you can catch episodes of Proper Abonics as well as Falls Count Anywhere there. Uh, audio versions of all those episodes as well as the uh, GDP Live all found on YouTube and audio-only platform. But GDP Live goes live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from Instagram as well as Facebook at the Gross Domesticated Podcast page. And Andy, I will let you know, I'm not sure if you're aware, and you, sh- you may even do a whole episode of this on this. We can if you want. Mm-hmm. Paige Van Zant has her own OnlyFans style website currently out right now. Yeah, but it's not going to be awesome. Not awesome, but I think it's going to get there. <laughs> you, think you, know a, you think there's a timeline where it I, gets to the type of awesome we want? I, Andy, I, and this is, again, not to demean any of her accomplishments. She's an incredible athlete and fighter. But she lost her first bare knuckle fight, uh, fighting uh, championship fight. Like she won, she had her first match. She didn't lose. Like she didn't get like crushed. But like bare knuckle fighting for yo, isn't no- she? Isn't she also just like okay? No, like I mean, she's. I I really I I I honestly hate saying that about any fighter anytime. Like I hate they to, all like, on their athletics. Yeah, they they are all incredible, and they could all beat us up. In, in in seconds, any any yeah. one of them. But I'm just saying that yes, I think maybe in the in the she does. I don't know if she has as much desire as maybe some of the other athletes that are in these other organizations. I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. Paige Van Zant records way more TikToks than the average fighter. This is like a step up from Instagram. From what I I haven't seen anything. I'm not subscribed to it. But I was I just found out about it. And I was like, really? I had no idea. Like I like, but it also like it's one of those things that, right before her f- first bare knuckle fight, she was like, "Guys, I'm not gonna start my own OnlyFans." Ha 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 ha. And then like after it, she did, and I was like, "Okay." 
but it's not OnlyFans. It's her version. It's not OnlyFans. But I think I think honestly, Andy, and I don't know. Again, like I said, I, I'm not subscribed. But you know, uh, if somebody wants to give a review in the chat, uh, what if it was about, just hardcore porn? That's what I'm saying. It's like it's so it could be anything, and like that's the thing is like I don't think it is because like a lot. But I think it is. It's one of those things that like. If they're gonna do it, they're not gonna pay. They don't want to pay OnlyFans any cut. I think that's what they're saying. You know what I mean? Like I think they're doing their own cameos from there. They're doing their own whatever. It's probably mainly just lingerie shit, but it's also like that's just a platform for them to switch it to whatever the fuck they want. They they already label it not safe for work. So it's it's just weird that like you see that shit that you're like, damn page. I mean, hey, fucking. I that like I don't know why you can't do that and still just be a fighter the whole time. Like why wouldn't why wouldn't any of them they're all in incredible shape even when they're out of shape. Like well, why it's if you're, probably if you're comfortable, if you're comfortable with that. I don't think it's as demeaning as it once was if especially if more of them do it. And I guess that's not Well no, like, and I also think I don't I think that to say that to to try to convince them. <laughs> well on, she's do it. She's also probably doing like a soft not safe for work. You know what I mean? She's not like walking out in like a fucking like that Borat bikini. <laughs> she's not you know, <laughs> she's probably doing like a soft not safe for work. And I think too, I think like you see it with Ronda Rousey. It's just I once you start making it in other realms and you may be losing that energy to fight i think it's hard to motivate yourself the same way to just be yeah conor mcgregor seems like he may be sort of mentally um on his way out of fight you know what i mean like not that he's a bad fighter but that sort he's accomplished so many things he may just that fucking that fucking extra spark you need to like be a real fucking monster in the UFC. It might not be there the same way. If you were some dickhead trying to rob him, he would still fuck you up. Yeah, exactly. It's not, it's not like it would be, it wouldn't be, he's not like uh, some like pussycat or anything like that. Or he should like, that's what I don't understand is like, why not getting it, get into training or something else? Like to me, like if it's like, if you like video games, Get a Twitch channel if you like. Uh, if you're comfortable with your nude body, start a fucking OnlyFans. Like, there's plenty of weirdo MMA simp's out there that want to like, uh, uh, like, uh, subscribe to your thing, whatever it is. Like, that, who's that one girl that was like a Disney girl that did the same thing with like an OnlyFans? This, by the way, we we're talking about Dillinger's Escape Plan, everybody. Oh yeah, uh, we'll, we will get to Dillinger's Escape Plan at I some point. You that, by the way, before the show, you're like, by the way, we talked about some bullshit at the beginning. But don't worry, we'll get into Dillinger's Escape Plan. But the, it was she was like a Disney girl that, and she yeah, like Bella Thorne Bella or something. Thorne, that's her name. She has she has her own OnlyFans, and apparently everybody's like, yeah, but she's not even putting dildos in her butt. Like, <laughs> yeah, stupid. she's not even zero to sixty. What are you doing? She's not even fucking those automated dildo machines or nothing. Like a dumb yeah. bitch. <laughs> so stupid prude. Like, dude, she's still like it's. She she would get kicked off of Instagram for this shit. Do you know um she like really fucks shit up for girls on OnlyFans? I think so. Yeah, because she took is she did she take like does she get more of a percentage or something like that? No. So she uh so was she basically I don't know if she flat out lied, oh. but she was she was very deceiving in the fact that like there was gonna be nudes and then there just oh. weren't nudes and. 
So basically when she finally released her pictures and shit, um, there was, I think only fans had like, she broke the record for people wanting a refund. Oh. They, th- they thought they were going to see tits and gash and they just saw like her in a bikini or whatever. See, that's why oh, when, shit. You, when you say that thing about what we just got to follow. Sorry. I got completely distracted. I like it. There we go. Calum. Thank. Oh, Calum on his new account. Oh, thanks. Calum with the, uh, with the, with the fucking, with the fucking follow. But, um, no, there, yeah. B- Bella Thorne. I think that's why I don't think like, again, not not following him. I, I do not have an account or anything like that. But if uh, if Paige Van Zant or something like that would maybe or uh, any of the other people that would start an OnlyFans would realize, uh, fr- or or uh, sorry, learn from Bella Thorne's mistake or something like that. Of like, don't mislead people. Be very honest about what it is. Oh, but no. What happened was OnlyFans was like, oh, we'll set what the fu-? they like set caps on. I forget the exact the exact reasoning from like what Bella Thorne did to then OnlyFans decision, but it basically resulted in OnlyFans being like there's a cap on how men how much uh, um like a personal tip someone can send a model or whatever and all the, they basically they basically put all these ca- I saw there's this um there's this comic who's also a suicide girl uh Lindsay Jennings, right? Yeah. I always forget her last name, um, but she was posting about it the one time. And basically, long story short, what Bella Thorne did um, resulted in a lot of girls not being able to make as much money on their OnlyFans. So it's like and, super, super annoying. So that's and, and that's why I think people because it was her and another person, another fighter, a girl fighter from Bellator that started their own like they started their own. Web, I was like, oh, what's their website? Oh, they mean like. Oh, 18 and up or not safe for work or yeah. subscription based for my fan. And it's like, what is that? And it's like, go, yeah, go for it. Why not? It's, just, it's, about, it's about what you would charge for OnlyFans. You're in great shape because you're always training and shit like that. If you're uh, comfortable with it, why not make it? Just like I said, if you're a Twitch streamer, uh, uh, there's another fighter, Alex uh, Volkanovsky, that started his own cooking channel on, uh, I think, on Twitch or YouTube or something like that. Well, I think it's just, I think it's just different. And like, and a lot of these girls who would um a lot of these girls who would leave say like MMA or whatever to go do an OnlyFans or whatever um they're just uh they would have gone to some sort of like modeling or something like that now the resources of the internet sort of puts the power in their hands and now they're able to just do what they were going to do anyway yeah. and but make more money that's yeah. why, like, I think I saw who the fuck was it? Like Brian Posehn, I think for a while, like his wife was his manager, and I was like, yeah, that makes so much sense because it's like the ten percent you would give a manager, it just st- like if she can just do all the same things a manager would do, the ten right. percent you would give your manager just stays in house. That's the plan for uh, Dom and I. If I if if and when I can start making enough money that uh, I can support both of us, then she will just be my manager at that point, and then. Same deal. Manager and also like stylist, all that other bullshit. I'll give her a bunch of credits. Yeah. I was I was also I was also considering a thing you can't like say that. Say that out loud, right? Allegedly. Maybe, stylist? maybe Yeah. I, I, I said I no, I was saying like I would just give her a bunch of, I wanted to give her a bunch of credits and a bunch of jobs. So like like uh, on any kind of like anything I film or anything like that. I Nas to, did that for his uh daughter. 
He made his daughter. Okay. He made his daughter uh, executive producer on a bunch of albums. So she just makes money even after like, even after Nas dies, like the money from the album sales would just go back to his kid. Dude, I'm fucking Nas smart. That's awesome. <laughs> Nas is yeah. fucking smart as fuck, dude. Yeah, and Nas is a great artist. But you know who else is a great artist? Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. We went so long without fucking Uncle talking bon about this. Jovi. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> John Bon Jovi. Let's get into it. No, yeah, Dillinger Escape Plan. How long did we? How long was that? That wasn't that long. Uh, it was a good, It was like a 10, 10, 15 spot. Oh, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good spot, but that's not that bad. Uh, well, guys, we did. We did like. We did. Uh, we did five up front, and then we just were like, "So, Paige Van Zant, is she showing gash?" I I don't think she, I don't think so. Pat, not, stop. We're gonna get, no, no, we, we're, we're gonna get right back into it. Stop. No, no not Gash. That's uh, the final summation, I assume. But again, Andy, I just want to reiterate, again, in case my wife is watching or, or listening, do not have an account. Do not plan on getting one. <laughs> and, I'm interested, though. And empowered. Go women. But let's talk about some dudes that play metal. Weird. Dillinger escape plan. Let's I get had, to, what were your initial thoughts of this album, Andy? In well, which I it dubbed the best mixed album I have ever heard in my entire life. So I had this tweet. I remember, like, uh, I remember a couple months ago when we were starting this. I for some we like actually periodically through doing this, we kept bringing up the Dillinger Escape Plan for one reason or another. So I like was checking them out here and there. Was very impressed with. Their first album was in like 98, 99. And I was, I was very impressed with, I was like, oh, they were sounding like that in 99. Cause I wasn't very familiar with metal like this sort of, cause they sort of, I wouldn't call them metalcore, but they sort of exist in a sort of metalcore sphere, maybe on the edge, you know, and then they get over to the harder, harder metal, math metal, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it. And, um, Cause I wasn't listening to shit like that in 99. Cause I think it was nine and I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I was pleasantly. And then I started looking into other bands like converge and stuff like that. And I was pleasantly surprised to find out like, you know, 99, like in the, in the mid to late nineties, there was bands that sounded like this. But, um, and then when I was going through that, I had this tweet that I think really encompassed like the Dillinger escape plan where it was like, the, it, it's like the, most amount of effort for the least amount of pussy. Yes. It's, wow. It's your perfect dude. You, that would kill at a Dillinger escape plan show. <laughs> Actually, no, I don't even know if they would get, like, I think they would all be like too dorky to fucking enjoy that. But like at a health fest or something like that, like warp tour, like that would fucking rule. That is a great fucking joke, dude. That is absolutely right. Yeah. Like what dude, are you doing? You fucking dork. Cause it's like, dude, it's, <laughs> Yeah, we're just like my wife humors me, but she's like, Yeah, no, this something else. This music is girl repellent. That's what it is. Not saying that girls not any girl would like it, but it's just like, but Jesus Christ. And it's and it's not to say like, oh, us dudes are just so smart. No, it's like dudes are Dude, there's just you have to have a dude brain to want to listen to like this cra- like crazy shit in this realm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, like, it's to, to, to like to be to, uh, uh, like, okay, you can like a song. You can, because that's the thing is Dillinger Escape Plan in not only since being around since the, the 90s, but uh, and current also like still putting out shit. Like, this isn't even their most recent album, but there are, are like, uh, like they have range. You know what I mean? Like there's songs like Black Bubblegum on other albums. Uh, Ironworks is another great album by theirs that I would highly suggest. That but was they, the one I always heard was like one of their best albums. I remember yeah. that one got really popular, right? That was really good. There's there's songs on that. Mike Izzard, I think is the name of one of, one of the songs or whatever. And it, and it's like, it's like a fucking like. There's like saxophones in it and shit like that. <laughs> like, dude, it's it's like it, it it's a great I'll I'll actually send you a link to that. That's a fucking that's that's another one that's on my playlist. Like uh, it's it's one of those things that like those songs maybe but like if there's not gonna be a lot of I don't know like Dillinger heads that are <laughs> that are like I love this band and this is my but and again that that is a one hundred percent assumption but I agree with you. This is most effort, least amount of like it's the most return. Let's say pussy, pussy return. There yeah. would be pussy, but it's like barely trickling in. The exchange rate on pussy for being in Dillinger Exchange Escape Plan is very low. It's it's a lot of it's a lot of effort for very minimal pussy. If they had stopped at power chords, they would have gotten. You know what I mean? Like they would have gotten more because they're good looking dudes, and they dude the the their lead singer, player, their the lead singer. Player, yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, either one. Which one would you fuck? Let's go. I'm saying guitar player. You're saying lead singer. Let's go. Which one? Well, the question is, who would I fuck first? Right, dude. There's a video online. Speaking of uh, uh, viral videos, there's a video of uh, the lead singer of the Dillinger Escape Plan at a performance, running across like ten rows of people's heads, like at a yeah. Show. That's it. Stage. Yeah. The in studio thing. I think that was that in studio. They looked like it was in a mall. <laughs> Oh yeah, I see. I think it was in like a Virgin Records because you remember like Virgin, Virgin. It was like Virgin and Tower Records would have that like big area in the middle, and a lot of bands, a lot of bands would do uh, like when record stores were way more popular because uh, we needed them. Uh, bands would do like record store shows. Right. I think that they. Uh, so sorry, you were saying the the lead singer. You know, actually, at one point, the lead singer of uh, fuck. What's that? Mike Patton. You know the guy Mike Patton from Fear, uh, Faith No More? Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that guy was the lead singer of Dillinger Escape Plan for a while. No shit. No shit, dude. You're talking about the lead singer. So which one are you talking about, bud? You're talking oh about Mike. Wait, wait. Sorry. Sorry. Um, Mike Patton. What? Mike oh. Patton. Oh, I'm talking about whoever is the like the 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 Jack dude. So the, uh, I don't know his name, but he was not. He was also not in Faith No More. So. Oh, okay. Sorry, you just reminded me of like a side story. We went to go see uh, Run the Jewels. They were doing. It, it was like one of the last concerts we saw before in the before times, as you so geniusly put it. Um, and we were listening to this band. There was this band opening up for Run the Jewels, and like the whole time they're like, "We like they sound just like Jane's Addiction. They sound exactly <laughs> like Jane's Addiction." And then we like we looked up the lineup for the show, and it's like, "Oh, it's a supergroup with the lead singer of Jane's oh. Addiction." <laughs> it wasn't actually um, 
Fuck. I thought you were going to be like, oh, it was Jane's addiction. <laughs> oh, shit. I had no idea. Jane's addiction. Who's the dude? Harry Farrell. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was like him and some other... Oh, it was actually a really cool concept. It was like a bunch of professional musicians are in a touring cover band. It was actually a really cool concept. Yeah, me first in the Gimme Gimmies. Oh, yeah. That's the punk rock version of that. Yeah, or cool. they, they took an idea from a great punk band. They're the hard rock version of Me First and the Gimme Gimme's because Me First and the Gimme Gimme's were first. And what, the Gimme Gimme's. Do, do they have... <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Yo, thank you. Thank you for that soft little laugh. <laughs> I like it. It was like a golf clap laugh. <laughs> do you... Uh, uh, God damn it. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Me First and the Gimme Gimme's would do like uh, like themes on each album. Yeah. Of like genres of music. Did How did... Uh, the uh, Jane's Addiction cover band do. Oh, it's pretty what good. Is, they were like, just what, doing. Like, what the, do they do? They, do? they do like uh, 90s rock or they what do they do? When we went to see them, they just kind of did like a lot. They did a lot of 90s and classic rock. Okay. Which oh, yeah. 90s rock is becoming classic rock. Holy shit. Man, and they got paid for that. Yeah, dude. That's crazy. That's it like, was good. That's fun. But that's just like they didn't. There's. You're talking about uh, most uh, effort, little uh, return. Like that's least effort, most return. You yeah, good point. Your, you get played with your buddies. You get play Led Zeppelin songs with your buddies, and then you get <laughs> fucking paid. And, and, and fuck- then you're also done first. Then you get to watch Run the Jewels from the fucking uh, backstage. Dude, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> it's not even a job. <laughs> Yo, speaking of um, me first in the Gimme Gimmies and no effects, fucking uh, band we've talked about before, Daily's Gone Wrong. I wanted to tell, I meant to text you about this, but what? they just covered a no effects song. Get out of here. All out of angst. Oh, I like that song. Yeah, I haven't listened to it, but they just covered it, so I thought to let you know. Okay, yeah, I'll check it, that out. Thank it's you probably much. high-pitched and good. Hey, you know what? I'll probably like it or probably not like it. <laughs> those are the options. Honestly, Andy, if I had to guess, it's going to be one of those two. Mm. Pat, I always you're old, old reliable on that. Honestly, I'm a, I, they call me the statistician because <laughs> I'm always very accurate. <laughs> so um Dillinger escape plan i i remember when we were talking about every time i die and one of the reasons i like them is because uh like i do have a very i can have a very uh my my head can be all over the place the way my brain works oh you can, <laughs> i can overthink it can bounce all over the place and there's something about listening to very manic metal music like this that puts me in a weird, a weirdly focused state. Really? So it's, so yeah. it's, like, Adderall. it's like how Adderall is like speed for people that don't need it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And, and, and it's like the way my brain's kind of ping ponging at times having music that like, it's almost like it's almost, it almost gives my head a dance partner. If that makes yeah. any sense. Yeah, it's like it's like a distra- it's like white noise for your your anxiety. Yeah, so and I I've just been I've just been having it more lately where like my fucking extremely white noise. <laughs> very very white noise. 
that's fucking hilarious. Um, no, and it, it's been more. It's been more lately. So it's actually like good timing that we're listening to fucking Dillinger Escape Plan. So I was having, you know, I was talk. I would, I'd be joking about having my, you know, you have a fucking have a few beers, maybe a glass of whiskey or two. You get a little dancing down in the kitchen and whatnot. Yeah, I have. I've been pretty. I've been sober for the past. Well, not sober because I'm going to drink again. You can't really call it sober if you're planning on drinking more eventually. It, you've been taking a, a a dry spell. Well, I've been doing this thing where it's like I've just been not drinking for every like two three weeks, so it makes drinking more fun. I'm not drinking to enjoy drinking more, and but I was still having like I was still having like some fun. Like, I'd be in the kitchen, maybe making some food. Like, I, I pre-make my my lunches for the week and stuff like that, doing some shit like that. Just having these, like, just, like, vibing out to the Dillinger escape plan and also maybe then going down. It was I, – I don't know how to explain it without sounding like a fucking goofy hippie or whatever, but it was actually creating uh, – I don't know, creating these sort of, like, weird zen moments where I could kind of, like – I could kind of like step out from myself and, and and just in a weird way, relax. And also yeah. shout out happy Mexi in the chat. Good to see you again, sir. How's it going next? Uh, yeah, I think, I think that's a, it's almost like meditative. I had the same dude uh, in a weird, very true in a weird way. It's like this, it's, it becomes, it's the fucking complete opposite of what you would do in normal meditation. Yeah. D uh, Dillinger escape plan is Adderall for people who need it. Like that's like, essentially that's like, really this is essentially the same thing. That's what you're saying because that's, it's, it's a, it's a, an experience that I had with uh, between the buried in me's uh, album colors, that album in particular, I had a, I, I played it like the, f I think it was, I really do believe it was the first time I listened to it. I, I had like that day was like a, it was when I was still living back in Florida, I was in my, uh, room in like the back of the house and i had my windows open it was like the middle of the day and i was like playing it on a stereo like on my tv mm -hmm. That's what it was like through like the playstation through like my tv speakers which were pretty good they weren't like the worst <clears throat> and i was like laying down on the bed and i didn't and like it's very distinct like i was laying there and i was very focused on the music and that's a like I started it right at the beginning of the album. I had my eyes closed. I was just like laying there, complete like and it, I was doing. I think inadvertently all the things that they tell you in a, in a in a meditation to do, like the uh, body's weightless. Find like points where it feels stressed and like you know relax that part. Like relax your breathing, control your breathing, blah blah. blah all this shit. I just did it like inadvertently and like did not fall asleep. It wasn't like I woke up and I was like rested or anything like that. I, I just. I straight up fucking went to a different place listening to that album. I'll always yeah. have a connection to that album because of that experience with it. Like, well, yeah, I think for me, it, it's going to sound like I took a nap during a nice Saturday afternoon listening to an album, but I, it really was like a, a fucking like experience like that where I was like, like I didn't like, I was conscious of the whole time. Like I yeah. remember listening to the whole album. I remember the whole album. But it's like that thing of like, what, like being like, what the fuck? Like coming out of it. It's crazy. Well, it kind of like, like, it, and, and I think this is on purpose, but it's like the challenge of meditation. Cause I've been trying to do it. I've been trying to do it more lately. And the challenge of meditation is to just figure out how to like, let go and turn your brain off and just, um, you know, just go out into, 
what am I trying to say? Just like, let go. Just stop thinking. Pause your brain. Yeah. Get out of your head and just let, let the, let the thoughts flow and stuff like that. What music like this does, it creates like a different type of almost uh, not to sound pretentious, but meditative state in a way where the music goes, don't worry. We're like, you're not going to be able to think about anything else. Because yeah. it's like if you're sitting there and for a band like Between the Barrier and Me or for a band like what we're talking about right now, the Dillinger Escape Plan, they're doing too much for you to <laughs> – like yeah. if, you're, if you're actually – because here's the thing. You could go one route, like I was saying, and use the band as because they're doing too much that you could actually foc- not focus on it and have it in a way be in the background. And it's like – it's covering all the static so you can focus on one, like a, one thought. Or if you just want to let go and not have thoughts, they're doing a million and a half things that you could just focus on all that stuff. So the, it, it, on its face value, being all hysterical and fast and manic and crazy, it doesn't seem like something that could be like this meditative tool. But it actually, for a guy like me who has the fucking – you know, like I said, my brain ping pongs all the time. It works that way sometimes. Not all the time. There are times where I'm like, stop yelling at me. Um, but there are, but there's a lot of times where it works like that. And it's part of, I mean, we'll get into the actual music and stuff, but from an emotional standpoint, that's how, you know, aside from just being good fucking music, that's what it can do for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, that it's a, a benefit of having, whether it be like it, it, it because that like you said the with how much effort that they put into this if you've ever like just google like them playing to a click track or a metronome or anything like that or click track like the the does that the, exist them playing to a click track or it, like them like essentially like the studio them recording something in the studio so gotcha, like you okay they'll have like something they'll be like all right go ahead and it'll just be like uh you know like and they're just like you know it's like this shit of like it sounds like almost like the the symbol you know what i mean like you don't know what they're following and how they and 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 i hate to sound like an old man a lot of times but i for the longest time and i it's not that i don't even i still don't fully understand it completely but it's still a thing where like at one point for a long time, I was definitely a person that was like, it's just the, like the noisy parts, <laughs> like the, the da, 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 you know, like that shit, like the, blah, 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 blah. like I still like the, uh, like uh, one of the songs that I was talking about, I think is like the first song on the album Prancer. That was the song I was laughing at the name of the, uh, the song. That was a song where I was like, that's a perfect representation of what Dillinger Escape Plan can give you. Like it has all of the kind of all of the elements, like almost a, uh, uh, like it has the mathy parts. It has the parts. It has the uh, spacey parts. The more like yeah. I, I, they're instrumental. Like a lot of the instrumental songs that they have had on their uh, albums or anything like that, like have been pretty fucking badass. Cat's fucking losing their mind right now. <laughs> But like, a, but like, it's a. But they're also almost like a, 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 a. I don't know if they had it. They I don't know if it's on this one or not. But there's a couple 
every once in a while there's a song on the an album that has like this weird like like uh like sound effects they almost sound like alien noises and shit like that you know what i'm talking about yeah they have that in um i actually was watching you said that video i sent you of them playing um what's the song i lo- uh, when i lost my bet the yeah. the drummer did a um did a play along video that's fucking nuts because it's like a great it's a great like top down angle so you get to see like the whole thing you get to see the whole fucking thing and there was one part i had to back up twice because it's like a sound that's on the symbol like right before they, they transition into a new part and you hear this like shing sound and i had to like back it up to be like wait did he actually do that because if he did it was one of those things where if he did it in the moment it would have been like super sick but then you realize like oh they're adding extra sound effects and then yeah. um, I think, you know how, I think it's at the end of Prancer. Because I also listened to the, this album's probably going to come up on my fucking like Spotify 2021, like roundup for how much I actually like listened to this album. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. this, this was the one I probably listened. Well, it, it had to do with how much I liked the album, but it also had to do with like, because this shit is complicated. You know what I mean? Like it is complicated. I I felt like it needed a few more extra listens to like fully like give a give opinion I felt good with. You know what I mean? So yeah. I was um definitely listen why did I say that? Um I zoned out. Um <laughs> we're talking about like the 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 fact that like uh the playthrough that you sent me Oh, yeah, yeah. And they were adding like a bunch of... Oh, I can't remember why I brought that up, but I was going to say about with the sound effects, and this goes to what you were saying about with the production, when they come back in with Prancer at the end of it, they do this thing. I heard some hardcore bands were doing it where, you know, in like in uh, in hip hop, they have like the 808 bass drop mm-hmm. where it's like that. You almost feel it more so than you actually hear it. I right. don't know if it was specifically an 808, but they added like an extra oomph to the bass that clearly wasn't just the bass drum and bass guitar. That was and, the thing a lot of emo bands used to do, like for the breakdowns and stuff. They would have like the boom, like yeah. that, the shit like that. Are you talking about that shit, like the special effects, like the sounds? Kind of, like that would be fucking cool shit. Whatever they did on this record, it wasn't that specific. I know exactly what you're talking about. Some emo bands, when the breakdowns start they would add like an extra fucking bass drop. Like you would actually hear in a rap song or something just to add some extra oomph. But they, they added like, I could, I could clearly hear they added something just so that part, when it came back in, it hit a little bit harder, but to what you were saying before you're saying this album had some of the best production you ever heard. I, I, I really noticed it because with a band that is so complicated, like the music they play is so complicated like it kind of has to be like you can't you have to have the clearest audio production to really because then like you ever listen to a band called heavy heavy low low oh yeah they i I thought i i thought i can't remember i thought i had brought them up to you or maybe i had i thought i had uh I thought I, for sure I brought them up before. You may but, have brought them up before, but I, I, um, me and my buddies listened to them a bunch in, uh, in we definitely school. talked about them before. That's crazy. Yeah, we've, yeah, we've brought them up before. I don't know I, about on the show or not. That's crazy. I've listened to a fair amount of them. Um, they're one of those bands that I've listened to a bunch, but I wouldn't call them one of my favorite bands. They just have a bunch of great parts 
in a lot of their songs. They're they're in every other song album band for me. Usually, like that every other like that. There was one album they put out, Turtle Nipple and the Toxic Shock, that I really liked. Yeah, and like, but I liked I really liked like every third or maybe like every other song. Like, and I think I even tried to revisit it recently, and I was like, I don't even know if it's that. <laughs> I mean, like it's it's kind of like uh but it, it's uh that's a band that like when they got it right that that album in particular for me was the one that i was like holy shit i like this a lot mm. but but not but a, reason, not a top yeah sorry the reason i bring them up though is like part of their production was intentionally making their shit a little like almost not sloppy but like mu- like almost muddy and hectic and whatnot yeah. So you could, but if a band like Dillinger recorded like that, they wouldn't, it wouldn't like show through how talented, how talented they are. It would get, it would get like bogged down and, it, and, and you, you would then end up making more of an argument of like, oh, they're just noise. So for a band like Dillinger to not come across as just noise, having such a high level of production is vital. So you can really hear like there are some parts where it just sounds like, like you're just slapping the drums as quick as you can, but yeah, like it, really, you, it still really gets on my nerves. I really don't. I I still don't like or understand. I understand that, but I don't like it. I don't like the fucking like, 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 it, like you said when you're just slapping like what is that? Yeah. Okay. Are you? Do you do it like that every time? You do it like that every time, you know what I mean? Like, and it's not like it's kind of the jazzy thing of like, it's the meet the beats we're not playing, man. Like, all right, like, well, which ones aren't you playing? Because you're playing a lot. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, is that the exact way you do it? I will give um, the vocalist credit. There was, you know, there was definitely a lot of parts when they were doing the that he was kind of doing these like long drawn out notes. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, because you can't even fucking catch the time signature there. <laughs> yeah, and, and like he'll he's like he's like I'll come in when you start slapping the symbols. You know what I mean? Like when it, when it's like, is that the one you're talking about? The yeah, but there were there, there were some crazy parts that he was like on beat with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I thought that was cool because it's like. They can be poppy, dude. It's so weird. They can be like a poppy, like metal band. Like it's well, dude, weird. They have um not on this album, but they have some songs that are like borderline on butt rock, dude. Like it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. and that's what I'm saying is like they have range in the sense that they're like, yeah, okay, you can make fun. You can say, oh yeah, you're just those meth metal dudes or whatever. You're the the but g- 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 guys. But <laughs> you guys are just the pop 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 boys, <laughs> guys. But they're but like but they're like all right. Well, we'll do your shit too, and it still sounds better. Fuck you. Like we'll yeah. do we'll do a uh, we'll do what you do better. You up on that too. Yeah, you fucking dorks. Like you said, like he's <laughs> just fucking. We had Mike Patton in our band. You fucking dickheads. <laughs> they should honestly Dillinger Escape Plan, in my opinion. And I and this is overall any of the other bands we've ever talked about on this uh, episode, or episode of this show, the, on this program. Uh, I feel like Dillinger Escape Plan of all the bands we've ever talked about is the band that I think is most deserved to go into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, because they definitely um, have done the most 
successfully like the most like rock genres successfully because like there's on any you may not like by the way what (laughs) that's over dave Grohl by the way we've talked about dave Grohl, britney spears (laughs) i just i'm like thinking about the bands we've done i'm like oh wow that's like some i think that may already be (laughs) no but like you make a good point because like you know all jokes aside if you don't like the pop 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 and but you wait you're gonna hear like there's some fucking parts in these songs that are just fucking just big dick big swinging dick fun rock parts and they're just the best it it, it, they're they have the ability to i think shock and amaze people let me ask you a question i was curious about this hit me up with two of them if you want load them up i'm ready for them i'm taking questions any questions in the chat let's do it (laughs) um when you uh because you were saying like even though because this is one of like your favorite albums right this one uh this one in particular i think is my favorite of theirs for sure gotcha okay and i like the album a lot and you but you were still even saying like doing the the concert like like but at the weird fast uh time signatures and this and that it is annoying and it made me think of um i was contemplating bringing up this band but i'm not sure but uh you ever hear of the number 12 looks like you of course i have yeah of course Uh, i have well, because I was contemplating bringing them up because I was going to give you my version growing up of this album. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Of this, which I'm thinking about, you know what? We'll talk about that later. But, um, like, there was a lot of shit with um, bands like this. I've definitely encountered a bunch of bands like this where it's this weird thing where there's definitely good chunks of it that you're like, I don't like that. Like yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't sound good. Like you're doing a thing that just sounds like dissonance. It doesn't sound good, but what you're doing, like sometimes I like to listen. Sometimes I like to listen to music to just fucking relax and vibe out. But sometimes like I want to sit there and be like, all right, let's fucking like, what I'm doing, I'm not doing shit while listening to music. Right now, I'm listening to music. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Dillinger and and adding those crazy rough parts does that, and it it, 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 it like it can be it can make music listening into a whole different thing. And you may not necessarily like it, like it, but the overall the overall trip it takes you on becomes yeah. a very interesting experience. And it almost helps, like, I don't know. It helps, like, expand the way you look at and think about how music even works. I that that's actually uh, that's actually <clears throat> a really good. Uh, I feel like that's a good representation of like the Adderall part of it. Like that, it, it keeps your mind occupied. It's much like uh, 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 every time I die, or something like that. You're it's active listening. You're, yeah, you're not. But I would say the as somebody who has i've seen them live but during the day i saw them at like a warp tour no nah, like, dude you can't see dillinger you can't see them without a light show yeah I, that, and that's what i'm saying is that's what those that's what those parts are for much like every time i die or something like that if you like you like this band on um if you like the album you will love them live those parts that you're like i don't like these parts You'll be like, damn, these parts are pretty cool. 
oh oh i like this part you know what i mean like it like instead of it being a part that you actively don't like because you're there and they have your attention they're just going to be it, it's it's they their their show seeing videos of their live performances is what those parts in my in my opinion are they they uh they redeem themselves like oh, for people okay. that, like us that don't really like them because there's people that like i i don't truly believe that there are people anybody actually likes those parts i think there's people that just say they like those parts and there's people like us that are actually honest i've never heard of people like us saying like i don't fucking like those parts i don't like that i don't like the blast beat parts i like it in metal because it's like an endurance thing but like i like it at certain times but like for the most part the really super chaotic parts i'm like i I don't think you're playing that every time i don't (laughs) i don't think you play that every time so why even record it like what are you doing why are you saying that that this is the song when you know for fucking sure that this is not the song yeah, other bands play it at different tempos and they may add shit over time, you know, to a song that they get tired of playing. But like you're not playing the same things over and over again, you fucking phony. <laughs> There's no way you are. There's no way. Uh, you might be right. I I never thought about that cuz like my my brain is prone to just doing the like I'm probably dumb. I just probably don't get it, but you're coming at it with a little more confidence and you're just being yeah. like you're fucking you're fucking bullshitting me right now yeah it's like it's like when you call the guy out for like swindling you on the street and you're like hey, the queen's right there it's in your fucking hand i saw it and you're like no you didn't and you're like yeah look man i caught you like like fuck you i'm fucking smart this is math metal like you're you're like borderline parkinson's bro like that's what this is <laughs> like there's no way that you so all right so teach me how to play it that way every time go for it this is the one and only song I'll ever. You have a fucking just a, a, a blank slate. You can teach me to be an exact drumming replica of you. Let's go for it. Uh, this is my way of getting drum lessons from the drummer from doing a skate play. I nigga. <laughs> see, see what I did here, Andy? He fucking popped up on. Uh, there's this one drumming YouTube channel I follow called Drumio. Oh, I thought he popped up in the chat. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's in the chat right now. He's calling. Oh, fuck, really? I'm really sorry. I didn't mean that. You probably play the same thing every time. Here, wait, wait. Let me read his comment real quick. Hey, Pat, you're a bitch. Fuck you. 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 Fuck. 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 Fuck you. Yeah, I don't like that. Suck my dick, pal. Okay. Suck. Suck. Suck my dick. My dick. My dick. Suck my dick. Suck my dick. Suck. 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 Stephen Hawking. Fuck you, Pat. Um, but he popped up on where he popped up on. Like, oh yeah, it was a uh, video. So it was called a uh, drum. It's a uh, drumio, and yeah, they had him like doing a lesson, and it was just fuck. It. it was funny too because he's doing his crazy shit, and they have like the other guy doing the video with him, and he just has to sit, and he's just like, <laughs> and the other guy's off to the side, just like, huh, oh, 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 yeah, huh. oh yeah, yeah. See, it's just that easy, guys. <laughs> Like that's the easiest. You, there, there you go. That's why they put all that other effort in. It's for the money, like that. So they're like, can we? Obviously, if the guitar player or drummer or any like uh, band member of Dillinger Escape Plan is going to give a TED talk or a lesson on something, they're going to be like, yeah, do it. But you're never going to be able to do it like them because they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't There's know. There's no if lead singer saying words. 
Andy, I'm calling the whole band out right here. Outlaw Pat's here, bitch. Guess what, Dillinger Escape Plan? Show me what you're playing, because I don't think it's fucking the same thing ever, 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 ever. <laughs> Dude, I need a soundboard, because right there we need the... <laughs> Outlaw Pat. Big bang. Outlaw Pat. Fuck yeah, man. Um, Yeah, I was having a... It'd be listening to this was fun just because it's like like you'd have the the fast manic parts and you'd have the shit where they almost like <clears throat> like come out of the woods and then they hit you with like a big dick rock part and you were like just i'd be like doing stuff and then that company be like oh yeah the one that really stuck out to me it's just so funny like you know because if you have some big math metal math rock math metal whatever the fuck band like this and you know, they're doing all their, like, everything's supposed to be, everything's supposed to feel so serious and everything. And I was listening to the one song, Hero of the Soviet Union, and they're doing all this crazy shit. And then you just hear <laughs> the part, like, the, the guitar's cut out. It's just drums and the lead singer. And you just hear him scream, you smell like shit. <laughs> and then if you actually, but, like, if you actually, if you leer, if you read the lyrics and stuff, it's actually, like, a really smart, clever line. But just, it's so funny in the midst of, like, this type of music that's so like heady and smart and then you just bust out a quick little you smell like shit <laughs> yeah i think I was like, I, what go ahead sorry no it's just a such it's such a fun moment on the album it's just like because i like i like that stuff because you know i listen to uh music uh you know for a lot of the like emotional reasons and stuff and there's just something like in that pure like that part of that song just sticks out as like the most memorable moment on this album for me just because it's so blunt and i don't know i don't know it i was gonna say in your face and that felt too cringy (laughs) but it just like it just felt like such a fucking real moment i don't know i don't know why i i like i said i don't look up the lyrics like that all the time i did look up those lyrics but that that moment in and of itself just fucking hits and stands out because musically it's such a big part and then lyrically it's so just out of the norm from the rest of the album yeah i think that i i think that's uh like again they have range in more ways than i like i like the the one that i was talking about earlier that i really like and we were discussing how i don't really usually give a shit about song titles or anything like that and it's a good thing because the one song that i do have on my playlist but I don't, I don't like the, I don't like what it's implying, Andy. It's called Crossburner. Uh, they have a lot of fun on that album as well. Another great reference. That's like band not by the name. That's um uh um what the fuck? You know uh, Andy Williams, the drummer of uh, Fall Out Boy. Is he? His name's Andy Williams too. Oh shit! Yeah, I didn't even think of. No, Andy Hurley. My fault. Oh, damn. I was going to say Andy Williams, Andy Williams, and Andy Williams. That's three different bands. There's Andy Williams, the uh, country singer. There's Andy Williams, the guitar player from Every Time I Die, and then the Fall Out Boy, but he's Andy what? Hurley? Andy Hurley. But no, he's in a he's in a band, and I guess the point of it is, like, like the name of the band is, um, uh, uh, like, a, a commentary on racism or something like that, but they called the band Race Trader, and I'm like, it, I don't know if they're going to get the subtlety, guys. Yeah, they, yeah, they don't. That doesn't, Bob, again, doesn't work. Haircuts like that, you got to be careful when you look like us, guys. Yeah, it's not a, 
it's not a good uh it's not a good band name yeah also yeah because it because it seems accusatory you know you realize that too like you you know andy you do stand-up comedy as well as i uh mm-hmm. there was a uh as a, a young cis man uh on stage you at what point did you realize there's some premises that when you bring them up, they sound like you're accusing somebody of something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like one of those things where you're like race traitor or something like that. When you are not like uh, premises, I guess, but words every once in a while when you say them, you're like, oh, like Lemaire straight up has told me sometimes he's like, yeah, that kind of that might come off uh, the uh, the wrong way. You know what I mean? Like, oh, oh, I didn't think of it that way. That perspective. Um, like race traitor. Like you said, like somebody nobody's in their ear saying like, Hey, you know, race trader. You saying that word, race trader, like that, like it's it, yeah, it's like a thing it's where it's like the message you want across. You know, it's it, it's one of those where it's like it's easily misunderstood. Very so just, easily misunderstood. Just right. keep that in mind. I know whenever I talk about um, it, whenever I make fun of Steph in my jokes, mm-hmm. people will get. I gotta, I gotta be, I gotta be mindful of how I say it. I can't get, I can't sound too mean. Yeah. Cause like, yeah. I just have that, I just have that big oafish fucking thing about me that they're just like, Oh, you actually, you actually yell at your wife or you actually. And I'm like, yeah, who the fuck cares? No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But like, I've, I've fa- I, dude, I even like spazzed on an audience one time where I was like talking about, um, um, what the fuck? I was just telling her about something she did where she was, uh, uh, what the fuck? I, I just forget. They were getting weird, and I was like, make, I was making fun of her for like a, a dumb thing she did or a mean thing she's, I can't remember what it was exactly, but I just spazzed on the onset. I was just like, I was like, calm the fuck down. You don't fucking know her. I, I'm, I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> like, I just, like, you don't fucking know her. Yeah, that there's so many times like that where you're just like, oh yeah, and then you think about it after the fact, and you're like, oh, I, the, I probably didn't approach that with the most of co- most confidence of all. Because well, also too for me, the way I look at it, the way like for me, the funniest thing, it's not funny to just go up there and be like, listen to how great my wife is. Like it's true, but it's not funny. So it's just yeah. it's funny for me to make fun of my wife, but people people just like look at my face and go like, no, you mean that. You're actually you're set. You really hate that poor little that poor woman, or whatever. And it's just like no, I'm like, you guys don't realize the intent here is to do is to try to say the funny the thing I think is the funniest, right? So the Dillinger escape plan. <laughs> yeah, I, I could tell that you wanted me to start talking so you could take a drink. That's why I didn't start talking. <laughs> you sack of shit. Oh, I love it. All right, man. I as fuck you, fucking bitch. So, Andy, what about this album made you think, I'm going to suggest this to Pat? Mm, well, so I had one album I wanted to talk about, but we're all about through lines, and there's no real through line on this one album I wanted to talk about. No, not really. I, I, although, this, I will say, this is my second suggestion in a row that is a band that has uh, one of the most... Uh, influential band or albums in hardcore music calculating infinity i believe is uh, a band that is or a album that is brought up most by uh, most uh, hardcore bands as like being like oh i listen to that and also shape of punk to come was another one wait calculating infinity i believe that's the name of it 
Oh yeah, Dillinger. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. That, I remember listening to that one. Sorry. Yeah. I want to listen. To, I, God damn it! I want to listen to more. Forty-three percent burnt is a fucking banger all day long, brother. <laughs> it's just the funniest lyrics. To, is that the one where he goes, "I smell a whore"? <laughs> no, I, I actually, honestly, I don't know anything about it except for it starts out with my favorite part of Dillinger of the. And like it just starts out with like a breakdown, and then it goes into the part that the that I hate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I smell a whore. It's such a yeah. Thing. Oh, so that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I looked it up. It's such an insane way to start a song. <laughs> <laughs> like they're fucking, like they're hunting them. Like it's. <laughs> I smell me a whore. I smell me a whore. Let's get them, boys. Get them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the band just the the. And I'll I'll figure out a way to bring this up sometime in the future because goddamn this album's fucking great, but it's not what we're talking about. But um, fuck, I'm forgetting the name of it because I've been listening to so much of this band recently. <laughs> All their albums are meshing together. But it, oh yeah, Plastic Beach by the Gorillas. I'm gonna bring that up at some point when it makes more sense. Because holy fuck, is that a good album? Um. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I I don't remember why, but they came up for some reason. So preview in the future. I know, I know, I previewed uh, that I was going to be talking about Shape Shape of Punk to come for sure. Mm. So and also, oh. yeah, actually, I like the spoilers. What? What? <laughs> what? So, <laughs> the fuck do you want, Andy? <laughs> but so, but so, um, but so, trying to think. I felt bad because you were trying to ask me, like, what's the album you think has, like, the best production? And for some reason, I just couldn't figure it out. I'm going to have to, like, I'll have to try to keep that thought in my back pocket and sort of, like, do some more things. But I was, I've been really trying to, like, figure it out, and I just, I'm not 100% sure. So we'll, uh, we'll come back to that, hopefully, eventually. But the album that popped into my mind, I teased it a little earlier. Basically, listening to Dillinger and kind of see kind of thinking back to like what was my version of this song of this album because i didn't listen to dillinger growing up but like my version of this album growing up and it was mongrel by the number 12 looks like you mongrel wow i can't spell it but i'm sure spotify is gonna help me spotify Uh, knows how to spell it don't worry this uh yeah this band in particular is uh we're going to have, I want to tag them in this because they need to hear what people think about them. You know what I mean? You got, like, you got 12, some thoughts? Number 12 looks like you has got away with a lot of bullshit. <laughs> and I, I am, I am excited to listen because I don't know if I've, I've heard this what album. What the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> Yo, don't they got even away, with, they don't got even away with a lot of bullshit. And I'm ready to tell them. So we're, uh, that's going to be the first time. I want to try to get them on the show. And I want to say, sit down and listen. Because it's about <laughs> time you learn something, okay? <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? I'm excited, too, because listening back to this album, I'll give you – because I, I listened to it a little bit this week. I'll give you a short little preview. It, it, it didn't, like – I don't dislike it, but I wasn't like, oh, my God, what a fucking unreal album. But I did yeah, like you know, I did like elements of it. So this will like, be someone was like, this is pretty good. And the other parts of where you're like, this is a lot of bullshit. <laughs> so a lot of bullshit. I don't even know. Don't tell me. I don't. What even is know. this bullshit? 
Don't even lot. tell me what that means, dude. Don't even tell me what that means. <laughs> so funny to have a gripe with the number 12 looks like you. It's so funny to have a gripe. Specifically, the first time ever. Like, you you even were like, yeah, Dave Grohl's okay. Like, you, it wasn't even like, I hate Dave Grohl. I like Dave Grohl. It was like, it was like yeah, I like Dave Grohl a lot. And you're like, mm, yeah, he's all right. And I'm like, oh, I think you should like him more. And you're like, eh, I don't know. Like, that was it. But, like, now, boys. Who's ever had a score to settle with the number 12 looks like you? I don't know, man. But whoever, like, whatever. What is that name? It's a a reference to uh, Twilight Zone, I think. Oh, cool. (laughs) Yeah, dude. So much bullshit. What's the Dillinger escape plan? I don't know. I think John Dillinger's escape plan, right? Oh, oh, that's that is a fucking thing too, I guess. Hey, I, 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 I let my gripes be known about Dillinger Escape Plan. The name is the least of my worries. <laughs> Number twelve looks like who? I don't give a fuck because there's so much bullshit. You baby boy, I, I, I'm excited to hear this because, like, again, Turtle Nipple. When I heard Andy, when I heard the album that I mentioned by there by them earlier, uh, uh, Turtle Nipple and then Toxic Shock. That's heavy, heavy, low, low. Oh, whoops. Wrong. Well, so maybe I don't know this band. Maybe there's not enough bullshit. Did you think it was heavy, heavy, low, low the whole time? Did I just all time low them? Jesus Christ. You thought it was heavy, heavy, low, low. Did I just all time heavy, heavy, low, low them? (laughs) Do you want to talk about heavy, heavy, low, low? So much bullshit. (laughs) Dude, we just come back and you're like, number 12 looks like you is the best band I've ever heard. Of bullshit I've ever heard in a band. I don't know. <laughs> Least amount of bullshit I've ever experienced in one band. This band was uh, is essentially like a negative side of a magnet for bullshit. It all the bullshit just top to bottom, to- top to bottom, front to back. I was searching for bullshit. You know how much bullshit I found? Zip. Not a six shock. I don't know if you know them. Bullshit. <laughs> You want to talk about heavy, heavy, low, low? I feel like. No, no, I'm all right. I'll get over it. You I'm, thought I was. Ha- I have to reassess my notes. I did. That was not in my notes officially, but hopefully, number twelve looks like you listen till the end of the podcast. Because if they didn't, they are gonna be so fucking upset, and they're not gonna know that you're not actually mad at them. Damn, I, dude. But they're like bullshit. Fuck this guy. And like, just hug, like, just like, like, stop the episode. Like, and not didn't even get to the part where I'm like, oh boy. Egg on my face. Damn, dude. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to hit up number twelve looks like you and just be like, guys, please just listen to the whole episode. Pat we're gonna, Yeah, we're, we're gonna have to reach out. Uh I'm honestly you probably they're not gonna listen to me, but you reach out to them, see if they they'll just give us a chance. Listen to the full episode from the start to the end. Not just the end, the start to the end. Uh again, <laughs> and just give us a shot. Honestly, I wanna clip that and I still wanna tag them in it, just to keep them on notice. Just in case. I want to I I have the clip be me saying fucking bullshit. And then you're going like, whoa, what's going on? I don't understand. And then we go like, and you're like, oh, that's heavy, heavy, low, low. And we go like, oh, I just heavy, heavy, all time load them. And then, <laughs> but I just, I just want them to be like on their heels. Like, whoa, whoa, what's wrong with Pat? Pat doesn't like, oh, ha, ha, ha. that's funny. And what? then also heavy, heavy, low, low. You're on notice. <laughs> well, now we got to, now we got to talk about heavy, heavy, low, low in the near future. I roll my eyes at the name, 
maybe maybe that'll be you know what maybe that'll be the album i pick maybe i damn myself to it but maybe spoiler who knows <laughs> you at the end of the next week you just be like so andy this album reminded me of a bunch of a whole bunch of bullshit <laughs> a bunch of fucking bullshit all right, man. This was fucking great. <laughs> we crushed it. We did it, man. We did it. Covered it top to bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, remind them one more time where you are on the internet. Age Van's aunt has a her own. <laughs> no, uh, I, at Baby Mermaid Productions on Instagram as well as YouTube. And also the Gross Domesticated podcast page on Facebook or Pat George on Facebook. You can friend request me. It's me. I don't do that thing where I go like, uh, I'm gonna Pat George invites you to like comedian Pat George like I'm comedian I'm that's me Pat George so if you want to be my friend just friend request me and and then we'll be friends I guess I don't I don't like Facebook, I don't like Facebook at all <laughs> hit me up on Instagram you can see a lot of pictures of my cats they're cool hell yeah uh Annie Mal- <laughs> Andy! hey chill don't interrupt that's a bunch Andy! of bullshit Andy, it's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> bunch of bullshit hey all time low you're off the hook. Hey. Heavy, heavy, low, low. Heavy, heavy, on all the time. Hook. <laughs> on the hook. I'm so sorry I talked over that. I'm so sorry all time low, that. off the hook. Heavy, heavy, low, low. On off the hook. hook. <laughs> this show stinks. Um, but uh, Andy Malfarina on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, uh, Twitch.tv slash Andy Malfarina and YouTube and all that. Shit. Don't forget the audio-only version of the show, guys. And you can catch audio-only versions of all the podcasts that I mentioned uh, earlier as well. But what about with Andy or Pat and Andy? God damn it, Pat and Andy. <laughs> uh, you can check it. And that's uh, that's cover art for it if you're watching. It's so, uh, it's so funny to fuck it up when it's right there next to you. <laughs> right here. Look at that. I'm putting my finger in my own mouth. <laughs> yeah, you dirty little bitch. My cat does not like that. <laughs> that was very concerned meow. All right. Thank you for hanging out, everyone. Thank you for watching. We love you. Be about it. Peace.